All right, Marcus, thank you so much for joining me here today. It's really nice to have you and connect. Um, before we go into the conversation, give us a little bit of a snapshot of your career story. I know it's huge and you have a lot of different things in your background, but uh, tell us a little bit, just a little bit about who you are. So my name is Marcus Ogden. I'm from Washington, DC. I live now in Raleigh, North Carolina. I am a national international keynote speaker, executive coach, corporate consultant, trainer, uh, best-selling author, three-time best-selling author. I am a co-host of the Get Authentic with Marcus podcast. We actually are globally ranking the top two and a half percent worldwide most listened to podcast in less than a month. So we're very fortunate there. And I'm a former NFL athlete. That's awesome. That's, I'm really excited to talk to you about some of the, the diversified experience that you've had. So as you know, in this podcast, my audience is really just looking for that change. And you've done a lot of that throughout your career. So I'm curious to just kind of know, you know, uh, what, will, what has been the biggest challenge for you when it comes to change? And um, what has been your biggest driver? The biggest challenge when it comes to change is you have to be willing to make the change. And a lot of times people get afraid or they focus on what I call the day-to-day -day grind instead of focusing on what you want to achieve. Like I always tell people, you should want to turn objectives into accomplishments. And if you're not focused on what you want to accomplish and the day-to-day -day grind kind of gets in the way, you then start saying, hmm, can I do this? Hmm, am I, am I committed enough? Am I dedicated enough? Am I focused enough? So that's the whole process. And then for me, the biggest driver is to be able to show myself that I can change and that I can pivot and that I'm more than just an athlete. I'm more than just a failed former business owner. I've taken my experiences, my life knowledge, and I've been able to use that to help others get ahead in their life. So I'm curious, when you finished your, um, uh, you know, when, when part of your athletic journey has ended with NFL um, and you decided to kind of say, okay, what's next for me? What are some things that inspired you to go into, uh, you know, uh, doing leadership development and speaking engagement? Like, what was it? Like, you could have done so many different things, right? But I'm just curious of your journey. Like, what has pushed you in one direction versus another? Or have you tried different ways before you've kind of developed that where you are today? Great question. So I ended up getting into construction after my NFL career, built an eight-figure business, and I lost it all. We actually have a, a signature keynote title, The Ego Mistake, from eight figures to 825 per hour. And that's what happened is I built this massive company, lost everything, moved to Raleigh, had to start all over, and I had to realign and readjust myself to get to this vantage point. And what I found is that in this process, that if you're going to be able to make that adjustment and kind of go through the life lessons and you should be able to help people. And what happened was I ended up moving down here to Raleigh, work as a custodian, and I had my spoiled milk rock bottom moment of clarity where somebody's trash and rotten meat and nasty protruding garbage over my body, my skin, and my clothes. That was my wake up call that if I don't make a change right away, I'm gonna be right here for the rest of my life. And I then took that and said, hmm, I'm a good communicator, I'm a good storyteller, and I wanna help people, let's get into speaking. Started speaking in September, 2013, didn't get a paid job for two and a half years. Got our first paid job, April, 2016, and learned the business, got coached, started coaching others, and now we've worked for over 40 
Fortune 500 companies as a speaker in the last six years, universities, athletic teams, non-for-profits, you name it. But what really sparked me to get into coaching others is that I have a lot of experience that I've gone through, also book knowledge, but the life lessons, the successes and the failures make me somebody that you should listen to. I always tell my clients, hire me so you don't end up like me. Hey you, thanks for watching. If you're enjoying this episode, make sure to share it with friends and family who might find it interesting. Make sure to hit the subscribe button as well to stay up to date on weekly new videos that are gonna be coming out with some awesome guests that I bring on. And uh, if you have any questions, use the comment section to ask me questions, to interact. I look forward to talking to you. Mm, I like that. Um, you know what I, I think is important that you mentioned is that you said, you know, you started in 2013, but then it took a couple of years for you to actually get the paid gigs. And I think it's so essential to understand for many people, because right now we're in this like quick gratification kind of uh, world where every, you know, it seems like you know, so many people do an X, Y, and Z, and you don't know how long it actually took for them to get to a certain level. And I work with a lot of young people in the tech space who are just hungry to achieve, achieve, achieve. And I'm like, there's just a time and a place for certain things. And a lot of times it requires doing some things and just showing up consistently to build that credibility, the, the trust, and, and the, the essential, the personal brand so that people are saying, hey, now we're actually going to be willing to pay you for this. So I think it's, um, it's a good message um, uh, to take away. I'm also curious from, um, uh, so I'm a little bit biased in this way, but I always feel that athletics and having grown up in a, uh, or just in terms of your career, your athletic career, and just probably being an athlete on day to day, even today, right? Does that help you with your resilience? How does that prepare you for um, business ups and downs? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because in sports, you're going to not win every battle. You're not going to win every time you go out on the football field. You're going to get beat. You're going to have adversity. You're going to have tough days. Just like in business, you're not going to win every contract. You're not going to get every client. You're not going to get every job. You're going to be told no. So on our podcast, we interviewed on Wednesday, Brett Favre. And Brett was amazing. And Brett talked about so many doors were slammed in his face when he started to try to get going with his business venture. And people would think, oh my God, Brett Favre had the door slammed in his face? Absolutely he would, because not everybody's gonna like football, not everybody's gonna like what he's selling. So you gotta keep going and going. And like he even said, what he learned from playing football, from being around great coaches has made him who he is. And that's why he's been able to endure the journey of being an entrepreneur because it's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to get quick fix. You're not going to get, oh, a multi-million dollar you know, you know, job. You're not going to get that $100,000 speaking job the first day you start. It's not going to happen. That's why I said earlier, focus on what you want to accomplish. Don't focus on the day-to-day -day grind. Because if you do that, that's when bad things happen because you start to get frustrated, you start to lose faith and you start to not believe in yourself that you can do what you wanna do. Mm. And in your case, I'm sure that, I mean, no matter how experienced somebody is, I'm sure there's days where you, you know, there, it has its own challenges, but are there some habits, some routines that you go in day to day that help you kind of maintain that cool, maintain that balance, uh, maintain your energy level with all the different things that you're doing? What are some things that help you maintain that mental kind of stable state where you can manage all of this? Well, first of all, I have an amazing team around me. My business partner, Don Wiener, is really exceptional at helping me to stay focused. And we work exceptionally well together. And we have built 
an amazing team of people. We have a great website person, we have a great PR person, we have a great uh, trademark and patent person, great videographers, great bookkeeper, great accountants, great lawyer. Everybody's positive, right? So if you want to maintain a positive mindset, you have to build a community of that. Because if you don't have that, it's, it's gonna get real easy to say, mm, can I get this done? Mm, can I get to this day? Can I get through this day? So I'm a big believer in community. Also, I'm a big believer in meditation. I'm a big believer in going to the gym, exercising. Uh, I ran today about two and a half, three miles. I work out every day. It's just some form of lifting, running, core push-ups every single day, every day. Because without that, I feel I'm not going to have that good chi. We talked about earlier, that balance, right? If you have positive chi, your life is going to be balanced and be able to move throughout difficult situations. If your chi is negative, it will put you into a situation where you're always full of self-doubt, self-loathing. You know, I, you start getting caught with what I call the avalanche theory, where people start telling you, you can't do this, you can't do that. Then what happens? You start to believe them mm -hmm. and it knocks you off your path. Yeah, absolutely valid. And um, I'm just curious, so you have a great team around you, but I'm sure that's not how you started off when you first kind of had that realization, you were kind of just down, as you said, in the trenches. But if you know, for people who are listening, who said, listen, I can't afford a team, <laughs> like where do sure. I start when it comes to like, whether entrepreneurship or whether it's just any kind of change, like where, where, what's your kind of what's your formula to go to what what have you experienced? Four keys to any successful business, marketing, sales, operations, finance, okay? That order. It, well, let me stick these up back. Finance will come. Like you could put that at the beginning, the end. That order is, you know, you could start wherever. Somebody, let's, let's say you don't have any money, okay? So let's go with marketing, sales, op, uh, excuse me, yeah, marketing, sales, operations, finance, okay? If you want to start a business, you better market. I don't care how great your business is, if nobody doesn't know you exist, they can never, ever buy your products. Never, ever. So if you want to be the best, if you want to get out there and do and achieve what you desire, you have to market. So if you don't have a lot of money, trust me, I was there. I know what it's like. You need to start to do what we did, what we did back in the old days, like BC or like, you know, 1200 AD. What do we do? We bartered, we traded, trade what you have, a service and find someone that can help you with the marketing service. And then you what? Exchange services. Don't pay each other anything to help each other grow. That's what happened. Dawn worked with me. I couldn't pay her. We just traded and I helped her get business when I could. She helped me when she could. And now I'm in position to pay her, I pay her because she what? We bartered in the beginning. But if you don't market, I don't care how great your sales skills are, your operations are, you make a little money here or there, that's nice. If you're not marketing, then it doesn't matter because eventually you will fizzle out. Mm. And I'm curious also what you would recommend for young people who are perhaps you know, in that stage of where they're not sure what's next for them, what do they want to do? And this is not just for young people. I mean, I deal with a lot of even mid-level professionals who are just like, they have, you know, it seems like the whole world is in front of you, yet you're paralyzed. Like, how do you, how do you figure out, like, what's the best strategy to figure out, like, what's, what's next? Like, what do you, what do you do? Hire 
a coach or a mentor because you want somebody that is doing what you want to do to get you there faster and safer. If you don't have a coach or a mentor and you're stuck in your journey, then shame on you for not trying to find one. And again, if you can't hire somebody, trade. Hey, I offer this product, this service. I can't pay you, but can I do this for you for free? And you coach me for free. People will do that. I did that in the beginning of my career. People I, you know, couldn't pay me. I didn't really have a great track record or any, any uh, credibility. I bartered, right? There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're a young person or anybody stuck in your journey and you haven't tried to either exchange services and get a coach or a mentor or hire a coach or a mentor, then I feel you're never going to reach optimal success. Mm. Fair point, fair point. And I, and I think, like you said, I think that for people, that's the biggest thing concern, right? It's the finances. Like, can I afford to hire a coach or a mentor? And I think in this case, again, like for young people or for anybody, really, if you can get like an internship, apprenticeships, you know, job shadow, some kind of opportunity to expose yourself. I think that's essentially where it's at. Um, and uh, just a, a couple of final questions for you. So you are, you've written a book, so you've written several books. Um, but, you know, talk to me a little bit about that. If somebody wants to find those books online, what is the best way to get, a, you know, where, where, can, where do you hang out at online? Sure, sure. They can go to Amazon and type in The Success Cycle. That's our most bought and most uh, sought after book. It's on Amazon and it was a bestseller in the business section. And if you are near a Barnes Noble bookstore, it's in every Barnes Noble bookstore across the country in the business section. And it's really exciting. We're really excited about all the great things happening there. And again, they can go to our website, www.marcusmarquesogden.com. And they can connect with us and engage with us. And we'd love to hear more about what you have going on or what you need or might need help with. Great. And um, I know you have a quite a healthy LinkedIn following. Is that where you tend to engage a lot more if somebody um, wants to read your stuff? Sure, I'm on LinkedIn, Marcus Ogden, Instagram at Marcus Ogden, Facebook Marcus Ogden, Twitter Marcus, I'm sorry, at Marcus underscore Ogden, and then we are on TikTok at Marcus Ogden 71. And we just kind of launched that. We've started to build, big, uh, pick up a really nice following. And we're all about this positive content all the time and engage people where they can get true, authentic, you know, information. That's why we call our podcast the Get Authentic with Marcus Show because it's not about football or this. it's about people's actual authentic journey because that is what moves mountains. Mm. And a final question for you, if you had a magic stick to make, to go, to make any problem go away, it doesn't have to be business related or whatever it may be, maybe there's something that's close to your heart. Um, what would it be if you had a magic kind of wand to make things happen? What would you want for individuals? What would you want for the world? Anything. I would, I, I would want to end cancer if i could make a magic wand i would just make cancer if you got it it could be fixed with pills and you'd be better because i know so many people who have died to that horrible disease and it's something that you know it just breaks my heart you know because so many people pass away early young old it doesn't discriminate it attacks anybody and everybody that it can get its hands on so if i could wave a magic wand today i would end cancer you and I both, you and I both. Um, Marcus, thank you for making the time. I know you have a, a hard stop coming up. So 
Thank you for making the time. Uh, I, I think what you kind of the quick tips that you mentioned are very powerful and um, impactful. And hopefully, whoever listens to this is going to take something away from this. So thank you. I hope to connect with you again and have a longer conversation. But for now, I appreciate you being here. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you.